Hey guys, it's Griff, GM of the Hideous Lifter Podcast. So glad to have you back and listening. I just wanted to say at the top of this episode that we are blown away by the support that we got for the Zone of Truth Podcast. I know Steve was smiling ear to ear on Monday after we released, and we got a bunch of great feedback on that episode. We're really excited to keep putting those out. And honestly, if we didn't have such great fans like you guys, we wouldn't be able to put on a second podcast. So we're really excited to be able to produce this for you guys, and we really hope you enjoy it. I'm so thankful for all the reviews and the interaction we've gotten on social media and on our Discord, especially lately with the contest going on. You guys have been the best, but that's enough for me. Without further ado, please enjoy episode 28, From Dusk Till Pawn. like liquor and things that go boo then buckle up listener because this one's for you prepare yourself for the hideous laughter podcast hey everybody welcome back to the hideous laughter podcast episode 28 oh boy so this has been this has been something that's been in the works for a little while. Steve, care to tell us uh, what exactly the concoction we have in these shot glasses is? Yes. So actually, this episode is a hashtag Team Shots episode. It is also co-produced by hashtag Team Slurp. You'll be getting one of those later. We'll give you a little bit more of a heads up later. But um, I've been cooking up this. Uh, sour gummy worm infused vodka for about three and a half weeks. Um, we did a lot of filtering before the episode. We tasted it. Uh, spoiler, guys, it's not it's not worth the time and effort we put into we'll it. Try this at home. But we got we all got doubles in front of us. Uh, besides besides Haley, she's very sick. So um, very sick, very sick, very sick in body and mind. And we're going to take these shots. <laughs> pray, pray for her. Shots fired. I, appear- I, appear- oh! <laughs> I apparently am taking on the sickness of my character, I guess. Yeah, she's sick in mind. You're fucked up in body. We're good. Uh, you could almost say that- season, guys. <laughs> you could almost season. say that she's down with the sickness. She might be down with the sickness. Ooh-wah-ah-ah-ah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> well there, Steve. Don't want to oh. infringe on anything here. <laughs> that's, that's why there was no tune. <laughs> Come at us, copyright lawyers. Can't get us for a mouth noise. That's also, right. he was so far out of tune, I don't know. Oh, yeah, it didn't even matter. <laughs> There's no tune. <laughs> oh, ah, 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 ah. Oh, ah, 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 ah. All right. Are right. we going to take these shots or what? I think we should. Let's go. All Let's right. put them up, guys. Cheers to the middle, boys. Cheers. Girls. Oh, that really, that oh, really coats the mouth. Yeah, there's a, there's a girl I work with who gave me this recipe. I'm going to have some fucking words with her. I'm going to have some fucking water. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I feel that. um, I don't know if any of you ever had a barium swallow, but it's going down about that quickly. It seems like somebody is actually taking pictures of how slowly this is going down my esophagus right now. Swallowing in slow motion. 
There's so much burn from the sour and the vodka. Hey, Haley, how's it feel to be team no shot? It feels really good to be uh, drinking water, but I wish I wasn't sick still. Well, on that note, crack him if you got him. Steve, what are you drinking? Guys, I gave you the heads up. So all my hashtag team slurp fans out there, this one's for you. Everybody else, now would be a good time to skip ahead or turn your volume down. I don't know if that came through, but uh, I'd say Frosty Hams. Frosty. Nice. Brooks, what are you drinking? Ah, this is a Land Grant Groomer. Groomer. You had one of those last time, I do believe. Uh, that was the other Pathfinder. Oh, okay. We've been playing <laughs> yeah. so many times. I just remember making fun of the name fucking Groomer. <laughs> little weird land grant uh stick to your stick to your strengths Haley, how's that water delicious how you feeling i i am a lot better i have a voice so that's an improvement it's a it's strong words <laughs> well it was much worse it was worse we are human folks some of us do get sick emily what are you having I have some random gas station mixed drink here. Oh. It's called. <laughs> it sounds so bad. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, because I got it on the way. Uh, so it's called. No, you Beatbox. got it on the way last week. <laughs> yeah, and it's the only alcohol I had. And so both of us I'm were drinking. drinking out of it, and it's bad. It's not awful. It's pink lemonade, so there's a little bit of acidity. And you can taste the alcohol. Did they just give you pink lemonade mix and say fill out, fill up the uh, box out front? No, no, it was all all pre-contained. Okay. I mean, that's what you made it sound like. Is that it was a mixed drink that was made <laughs> at a gas station? Oh no, no! I purchased the mixed drink like fully packaged at the, at gas, the gas station. station. Yes, it's a box a of pink story. lemonade and malt liquor. So, <laughs> guys, it's a forty. Sounds like it was mixed the, with that again. The slogan on the side, though, "World's Tastiest Portable Party Punch." No. <laughs> Hashtag Party Better. That's no. it. I think, <laughs> oh boy. Oh, See, I think I think, party I think portable party punch is not an area that people have explored, <laughs> and so you can still claim world's tastiest in that, and maybe be right because nobody else is marketing their alcohol as a. Portable party punch. You know what, guys? Oh, no one's no one's heard of the classic three P. The th- the triple <laughs> yeah. P. The triple P's. Portable party punch. I, as we are a drinking podcast, actual play podcast. I think we should make the world's best podcast drink. A podcast drink. I mean, dr- to drink while you're podcasting. So are we? <laughs> That's that's it brings up an interesting point. Are we are we voting on what the best drink to drink while you're podcasting is, or are we creating an alcoholic beverage to drink while you podcast? Uh number two, Griffin. Okay, we so it would be it would be the world's best portable portable <laughs> podcast party punch. I mean whichever order that goes in. The first is still the best. But Damn. don't mention the worst. Don't mention the worst. Also the worst. <laughs> but yeah, we don't have to mention that part. As for me. I'm drinking a Smirnoff Rosé because I'm going to be drinking a lot more later and I want to get the bad ones out of the way. Uh, That's lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Team No Slurp. (laughs) So. A little squeaker. Yeah, it was a little squeaker. (laughs) 
I've was, never was heard it, a slurp like that. Was it me or was it the beverage? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so anyway, let's get right back into where we were. So you guys had just left the prison. You made, well, it was going to be, come on, get over it. It's your fucking fault. <laughs> I actually think this is all Haley's fault because normally we record on Thursdays and don't get two turns, but she was sick. So now we have to record on a Friday and we had a couple drinks beforehand. You guys got to hold it together, please. <laughs> all right, we're wrapping it up. <laughs> Bro, God damn it. Before we let out another squeaker. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Emily is crying right now. I can't handle this. <laughs> okay, so there will be heavy editing on this episode. The adults are talking. The adults are talking. So you guys finished the last episode, exiting the prison. You turn back. You saw the Piper of Ilmarsh waving at you with his sturges and with his menacing glare. But you're out of the prison. And it is maybe 11 a.m., not very late in the day. You make the trek back to town. It's closer to noon. What are you guys doing in town? I would like to get that armory sized. Okay. You have never been to the armory in Ravengrow. Do you know where to go? I mean, I would assume that at some point I was given a map or have looked at the town and I've walked around it. Maybe. You've been here a week. you kind of been ferrying right. between, so I, <laughs> between... I don't uh, know where to go. The Ravengrove ask, State. Ask a resident. I will ask for directions. From Kendra, I think. Is the best place to go. Sure. Okay. She, she would know. She would know everywhere where she, where we need to go right now. I will ask for directions from Kendra. So you guys head back to the Lorimore Estate. Kendra is there. She has just had lunch. You open the door and uh, she's happy to see you. You guys didn't come home last night. She's been a little worried about you. You know, until this point, you have been relatively regular doing whatever you, you know, do during the day and evening, but then making it back home, she usually saw you in the morning. So she takes a look at you guys and you look kind of beat up, dirty. Oh, oh, uh, welcome back home. Are you guys okay? I, I haven't seen you in a couple of days. I hope for the best. I, I know you guys were in the prison, but I was worried. I knew you you didn't come home, and I know that's a probably a bad place to spend a night. It's okay, Kendra. We actually met a lot of a lot of people there. Some of them had heads. Some of them did not. Oh God. Uh, no living people, right? Uh, not that I know of. They could have been really tricky and been, like, see-through, but I don't think I've uh, seen any living see-through person, so... I haven't either, Ick. It it sounds like the the prison's actually haunted. Kendra, I think my friend Ikma here is downplaying the, the difficulties we experienced in the prison. There are terrible forces at work. And we had to fight many 
terrible things, we defeated one very powerful wraith. But I, I fear there are four more to go, and we need to rest up and recoup before we head back in. But we must head back in and cleanse that wicked place. Oh, d- does that mean you're going to go back as, as soon as possible? Undoubtedly. Okay. Um, do, do all of you have have everything? You you look, part, part of me for saying this, but, but you guys look terrible. You, you look like you've been beat up and, and spit out by that prison. Do you need healing? Well, Kendra, that's how I normally look. I know, Ick, you look fine. (laughs) You actually look better than... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we could uh, use some healing. Okay. I'm sure Father Grimborough would, would help you guys out. He's, he's obviously over at the temple. Do you need to stock up before you head back in? Yes, I think we could use a lot more help. And we have come into a small amount of money. So I believe we could use that to increase our chances of being successful in the prison. Well, have you have you been shopping in Ravengrow yet? I, I haven't really seen you guys with overly much new gear. At least not nothing I've seen in shops. We could use some pointers. We've only gone to one shop, and they were very generous to us. But I fear we'll actually need to use our coin now. So, uh, the laws in Ravengrow, if, uh, it's been abandoned for more than 50 years, it is free game, correct? Uh, why would you ask? Uh... Well, no, no we, reason. No reason. No. Okay. This is just our stuff. Oh, we, we you mean supplies you might have found? I mean, if nobody's attached to it, you're probably okay. Including actual money? Uh, or I mean, if or spirits? Eclipse. I I kind of pick up what you're what you're getting at. If you found money in the prison, everybody that was in there or worked there is long dead. So. I mean, even their families have, for the most part, left Raven Grow. If, if you wanted to stay above the books, maybe you talk to Councilman Hearthmount. No, 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 no. You misinterpret. I, I want to keep it. I just uh, wanted to double check some things. And guys, remember how we talked about how we're, some of it has to go back to my mom still? Because... I mean... I, I do not believe this is anything we have discussed. Oh, well, I mean, as, as long as some of it gets back to my mom, I mean, she, she's got to be pretty, like, I mean, expecting money now, so... Does your mom have a regular income? I, I mean, that, that's kind of what I was for, is I, I was bringing in the money, but, uh, I mean, as long as we have some left over, you guys should... Should spend some first. Let's rectify our party's expenses and then worry about our parents. <laughs> <laughs> you would know that uh, a peasant like Ikmer's mother, five gold would probably last her a very long time. Let's not feed into the alcoholism that Ikmer's mother. Well, how much he's actually shared about or this that podcast. to you guys. 
Oh, no, I know. This was out of character. <laughs> Fair enough. So Kendra would tell you guys, I imagine you mentioned buying that, that scroll or that uh, that half-charged wand at the unfurling scroll. She would mention a couple other places that you might want to visit if you're if you're looking to buy supplies. She mentions uh, Jaminda's Apothecary. That's where you might get uh, some potions, that kind of thing. You might have met Jaminda at the funeral. She wasn't very vocal, but she was there. You could also go to the Raven Grove Forge. Um, that is run by an elderly dwarf woman named Jorfa. Uh, she, being a dwarf, Kendra would tell you that she she makes some of the finest goods in in this part of Usulov, let alone Ravengrow, and they're kind of blessed to have her because it's such a small town. It's kind of odd that they would have such a good weaponsmith, weapon and armor smith, really, in town. Uh, beyond that, she would direct you to the silk purse that is basically the Ravengrow equivalent of a bank. They, She would let you know that they basically take some magic items instead of coin from people who take out loans with them as collateral. And if those loans default, they sell the magic items. So they might have some magic items for sale as well. Okay, so kind of like a little auction type of thing. A magic exactly. magic pawn shop. A magic pawn shop, <laughs> basically. Uh, so, so those are the main places that you would you would potentially find magic items. You know that uh, Alondra Gorovin has another wand that you weren't able to afford the first time. She's the one at the unfurling scroll. She's got that wand of cure light wounds that is fully charged. If that's something you're interested in, otherwise she has a bunch of scrolls. So if you wanted to buy a scroll, you're more than that would be the first place you should look. What are you guys doing? Well, uh, first of all, I think that we have the distinct possibility of staying here in town. Don't do anything with the prison anymore and start the Raven Grow Pawn Stars. I can only give you 10 gold for that idea. <laughs> I think Igmer's definitely the chumley of that show. <laughs> <laughs> you already have the neck beard. You should be good. Oh, <laughs> I have uh, no comment to this. No comment. Okay. Yep. All right, Chumley. All right. So we so so we we actually talked a little bit off air because we um, now have some money and have a couple ideas of what we want to do with it. Um, so Matumbe wants to visit the arms and armory place. Uh, okay. And I think uh, Eclipse would need to go there too to get the armor resized. Yep. So I don't know if you two want to go together and. And the rest of you, if you want to come along or if you want to go somewhere else, if maybe you want to go to Alondra Garovin to get the, the wand. Lyra would be interested in getting another wand of Cure Light Wounds. That sounds great. Ikmer can come along. Okay. So how about we split up and then meet back at the Silken Purse? Sounds good. At the Silken Purse. Okay. So we'll start with Eclipse and Matumbe. 
You guys head to the Raven Grove Forge. You see this. She's kind of out front. She's, you know, beaten on an anvil, classic blacksmith style. Uh, this really white-haired dwarven woman, she looks up in years. For a dwarf, you would know that that's pretty goddamn old because dwarves generally have a, a lengthened lifespan comparatively to most races. Uh, what are you guys doing? Are you talking to her? Yeah, we'd walk right up there and uh, say, Good afternoon. Oh, hello there. My name is uh, Jorfa. Jorfa? Pleased to meet you. I don't think we've had an opportunity to get acquainted. I've only uh, seen you at the town hall. I I saw the way you dealt with, um, the, what were they, burning skulls or something. Oh, yes. Attacked the town hall. Uh, well, pleasure to meet you. Your, your name? Pleasure to meet you, too. My name is Matumbe. This is my great traveling companion, Eclipse. And Jorfa kind of, Jorfa is almost eye to eye with Eclipse. She's a very, she's very short stature for a dwarf. She's maybe just under four feet tall. So she's very short. Um, and she would I she would actually reach out a hand. Still for much taller than me. How tall are you? Three three. Yeah, but like compared to most things, she's okay. She's like three nine, so she's gotcha. not that much taller than you. Cool, Matumbe is like seven three. Yeah, so she would like reach out a hand to <laughs> Eclipse because she's obviously not going to like reach up and try and shake Matumbe's hand. She'd say, "It's a pleasure to meet you, um, Jorfa again." What What are the two of you looking for? Um, Miss, it's very nice to meet you. Uh, clearly, I am very small, but I found this, and I hold up the very large to be. Oh, do you want to be wearing that? Please. I no, just I could do that in a jiffy. I do. I've done that all, all, all the time with with my own armor, with finding stuff. When back, I used to be an adventurer, and um. That's very easy for me to do. I no charge for for someone your stature. I understand what you go through. It's very difficult to find <laughs> stuff fitting people like us. Um, and she would take that from you, and and she would say, "I I probably have it uh, for you early evening if you if you swing back by." Thank you. Oh no, it's it's no problem, Eclipse. It's uh, it's been. I know you guys you guys are helping the town. I've I've heard tell. It's a great thing. I'd love to be able to help you guys. Is there anything else you've come here to ask for? Yes, there is. I have in my possession a very important book to me. It is a copy of the classic tome, The Bones Landing in a Spiral. Oh, very popular tone around tome around here. Absolutely. As you can see, this tome is bound in cold iron, but I was wondering if you could give it some magical property, reinforce it using some sort of arcane magic that you possess. You know, I haven't done so in, in quite, a, quite a while, but I do possess the ability to make that happen. If you were to, we'd call it around 2,000 gold, if you have that, I might, or I could make a deal with you if you have other items, but I could, I could take it and... Eclipse would say, and hold up the very large chain that she's been keeping around her neck, like with her scarf. And mm -hmm. I have uh, this magical chain 
none of us really can use it. What would would this help towards the cost? And she pulls out like one of those little monocles, you know, that like a gem inspector uses. And she she starts examining the chain, and she says, "Oh, yes, that that would, um, you know, I can I can tell this is magical as well. That would definitely uh, decrease the price by." I want to say a thousand one hundred fifty gold, if that's acceptable to you. Yeah, I think we have the rest in uh, liquid funds. Liquid funds. Yes, the price is amenable. I would appreciate it if we could also have this enhancement put on my weapon today, if that is possible. It, it be on. I'd get all my apprentices working on the on the resizing then, because I would need to. I mean, for two thousand gold, I'd I'd gladly take my day doing it, but I need to work very hard and very long to make sure this this can happen today. I I understand, and if it is that great a burden on your workshop, I would be happy to come back later and provide your apprentices a sermon on the. Teachings of Phrasma. I appreciate that, Matome. As part of compensation <laughs> for the rush job. You see, I'm, I'm more than happy to. This is more gold than I make in a, in a long, long time. Uh, people in Ra- Raven Grow, we don't have many travelers that come through. I don't. I'm usually making mundane, you know, the easy items for most people in town. So I'm happy to do this. This is more gold than I make in, in half a year. I imagine making those mundane items must be, I hate to say it, but boring for someone of your clear uh, expertise. That's why this this project excites me. I think I'll be able to get it done in a day, but I do have to... I do have to, you know, practice. I have to. I have to get back into practice. I have to. I have to study it a little bit. Please be careful with my toe. I won't hurt it in any way. I promise you that. Okay. And she takes the the book, and she scurries off and immediately begins working on it because she's like so excited to be like finally get to work on a magical item, which never happens in Ravengrow. So with that, we'll we'll switch back to Ikmer and Lyra, and you guys are going to the Unfurling Scroll, which is where the other potion or other um, wand of Cure Light Wounds was, and this one was fully charged. Yeah, so Lyra would walk right up to the front desk with their bag of holding. Okay. Hello there. Lyra, how how are you? I I haven't seen you in a while. We've had better days. You you don't look as good as I remember. No, the prison is an awful place. Oh, you've been in the prison lately, have you? It's full of some very bad energy. I can see that Ikmer over there looks just as good as I remember him. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> because of my Beautiful face. You are quite the charmer, Ikmer. Aw, <laughs> oh, you're too kind, lady. So, so, what what do you need here, Lyra? You still have that wand of Cure Light Wounds, I correct? I do, I do. 
we could really use it. We have a few new items to trade. And then she upends the bag oh, of God. holding <laughs> and outspills all of the random items, all of the masterwork weapons that they've picked up. Mm-hmm. But there's also the alarm stone and that war razor that come out as well. The plus one war razor or the masterwork silver war razor? The plus one would still be with me. Oh, okay. But you should still have plenty. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you should have more than yeah. enough for that. So yeah, with the you selling the stone of alarm, that is worth a thousand three hundred fifty gold. She would definitely consider that fair trade with you. Lyra's also hoping to get some. Obviously gold she would back. give you the yeah. rest yeah, okay. she would give you the rest of the gold back. She understands the value of that. She's pretty intelligent. She can you know, she makes an appraised check pretty quick and is like Oh, that's uh, that's quite the item you've got there. Yeah, we've we've come across a few nice items, but we could really use that wand and a little bit of extra gold to buy a few more items. For too. sure, for sure. Ooh, uh, Lyra, Lyra, uh, you, you you see that cloak over there? Can can I can I get it? And you do see there is a kind of it's like a a burgundy cloak. Sitting on, you know, one of those like busts. It's like it's not a full mannequin, but it's like the head and shoulders. It's it, it's sitting there, and Lear. If you were to detect magic, you would be able to tell that it's magical. That does look like it would go well with your skin, Ikmer. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, how how much oh, is it? Oh, you're you're too that, kind, Lear. That would be um, a thousand gold. It, it will ward you against a great many effects. Oh, I, I, I don't get much, Lyra. If, it's okay if you don't think I should have it. Ikmer, I think you could use this. It will help you steal your mind against many things. Oh, oh thank you. This, it looks so good. I can't wait to show it off to Eclipse and Matumbe. So at this point, you're at about 600 of the thousand gold. She's willing to float you, basically, because she doesn't really deal in weapons if you're trying to sell her weapons. Unless you have other stuff besides weapons to sell her. You guys are good customers. You spent probably more money in her shop than, than most people do that that live here. So she's happy to float you and then you guys can, you know, sell that wherever, you know, you could sell that back to Jorfa. I'm sure she would buy any weapons that you're willing to sell her, especially those of masterwork quality. You know, she only pumps out a couple of masterwork items because they don't sell that. They're usually expensive, so they don't sell that quickly, but she does get people that come in out of town that kind of like check out her wares. So you could probably sell those to her. Otherwise you might be able to work out a deal with like, you know, the general store or something like that. But, but these magic shops don't really buy weapons because they don't really use, they don't sell weapons. Okay. So if you're willing to be on a line of credit, she would just hold you to that. And she, she basically says, you know, I'll, I'll float you the, the 400 gold and, and you, you pay, pay me within a week or so. Does that work? Of course. 
Line I, of credit? Sounds like book two problems. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> if we leave town before then, does she track us down? You guys are uh, strapped into this town for another two weeks. The new recurring villain. The lady who just wants to get paid. Alanda Grove. Pawnstar. Bitch better have my money. Bitch better have my money. Raven Girl Pawn Stars. Somehow she gained 30 class levels. She's, <laughs> she's level 20 and she's 10 mythic levels somehow. <laughs> Jesus. She's a Tarbifon. <laughs> so, yes, you have a line of credit, and she just, you know, would ask that within a week, if you could just get back to her with that gold or with, you know, a different item that is worth something around 400 gold, she would, she would gladly accept it as long as it's something that she thinks she can sell. Of course, we come across many exciting new items. Do you? The prison's a pretty right place for... Yeah, those of of us that survive it. Yeah, many, many have perished there. We're hoping to not join their ranks. Well, good luck to you. And, uh, you know, you guys head out. Thanks, lady. (laughs) Bye, Hickmer. So you guys head out, and you all agreed to meet at the Silken Purse. Now, the Silken Purse is kind of like Ravengrove's bank, and you would have been directed there because, again, they have, they have these magic items on collateral, so they might have some interesting magic items that you wouldn't normally find in one of the shops in Ravengrove, it being such a small town. So you all meet up there. And you're greeted by a man. He's kind of behind the front counter. Hello there. Uh, what business do you have with uh, Raven Grow Bank? We could use a few unique magical items. We could use the help. What do you have in stock right now? Ah, we've we've got a couple of items that that the. The people who used them as collateral weren't able to pay us back, so we're trying to sell them, if you'd like to take a look. Yeah, that would be great. Okay. Keep in mind, sir, our budget is somewhat limited. <laughs> How limited? <laughs> Pretty limited. So he takes you back, and he says, I, I apologize, we, we, don't, we don't sell these items until we're 100% sure that the loan will not be repaid. So, we've only got these two items. And he pulls out a ring, and he pulls out this kind of crystalline stone. Ooh, a rock. Can I just, uh, can I touch that for a minute? Um, that's an odd request, but I'm right here, so, yeah, you can... I just, I just like to feel the energy of things. Sure. Slide a hand back. Yeah, I mean, he kind of, you know, like he kind of has him out on a cloth or whatever, and he's willing to let you touch him, but he has him kind of in his hands. You know that the ring is a ring of featherfall, and the stone is a dusky rose prism ion stone. Yeah, and I want, I want like that. The ion stone. Yeah. Um. I do know, I mean, this ring, I know it's a magical ring. Uh, I think this is some kind of quartz. We haven't been able to really figure out exactly what it does, but but 
I'd, I'd sell it to you for uh, 500 gold. It's, it seems to be of very high quality. I wouldn't want to part with it for anything less. Awesome. And I, I, I'm going to take out my plus one roller razor, put it down and say, is there any way I can get any change for this? Change? Well, we're not really in the business of selling items that aren't on consignment. Um, but I suppose in this case, uh, that's a clearly magical light weapon. It'd fetch a far higher price than this stone, so sure. Awesome. So he would give you the change. Uh, plus one war razor should be around, again, 1,150. It might be a little more than that because uh, it's like the 300 for masterwork and the 2,000 for plus one halved. So he gives you that. He sells you this for 500. And what does the stone do? So I pop it up into the air and it starts floating around my head. Uh, so now I have a really pretty rock floating around my head, but it also gives me a plus one insight bonus to my armor class. Yes, it is a very cool item. Now, those with the praise make an appraise check. Heck yeah. Natural 20. I really Natural like pretty 18. rocks. I got a 28 total. Uh, I got Natural 5. Okay. Five. Well, we're just going to say Eclipse definitely knows that she just ripped this guy off big time because that item is worth 5,000 gold. Yes. Oh, thank you, sir. I just, I really love like pretty rocks. Uh, and I knew this one floats around your head. That's what makes it I magical. didn't know that. That's interesting. Hmm, maybe I have to re- <laughs> rethink this offer. No, you can see it float. <laughs> no, thank you, sir. Have a good day. <laughs> so, so you guys have some items. Was there anything else you were wanting to buy or were you wanting to... I think after that trade, we still have a little bit of money left over. Yeah, theoretically, you should have like almost 700 gold. Right? If I'm doing my math right, that was about 1,200 you got, minus the 500, plus whatever other shit you were putting on layaway. That might have been a little more than 400 gold, what you were going to sell to um, Alondra before she said, I don't take weapons. We could use the little bit of extra cash we have to go to the apothecary, see what they have there. Not a bad idea. Let's go. So you guys head to Jimena's apothecary and she, you know, welcomes you in. What are you looking to buy here? Are you interested in, in my potions or I, I have some magic items that might be interesting to you? Uh, do you have any more rocks like this? I have two. What are you looking to spend, or what are you looking for them to do? Uh, I think my friend here might want to be a little bit quicker on the draw. Ah. This one. And she looks at Ikmer, because you, you said Ikmer is the one that, that was interested. This one may have a crack in it, but it it comes cheap, and it should still make you really quick on the draw, if you're interested in it. You say it's a little flawed? It'll match the recipient. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
I, I didn't mean that. That's not something a, a, a mother would say. <laughs> Every child is perfect in his mother's eyes. <laughs> so uh, this is a cracked um, rose prism ion stone, or dusty rose prism ion stone. Uh, it is 500 gold. It gives you a plus one bonus to your initiative. So if that's something that you guys want to buy with your remaining, I mean, you have more than enough gold remaining. Yeah, it's it's worth it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. Is that all the shopping you're doing? I think so. I, and before we go back to, to Kendra's or anything, I think we should roll by the uh, the Ferezman Temple, Father mm-hmm. Greenborough. We're all pretty, or at least most of us are, are very low on health, so we should just check in with him because he's channeled before. You guys sure you don't want to buy anything else for yourselves? I I, I feel so selfish getting two items. Ikmo, we, we turned all our assets today into things that will benefit all of us. Do not feel guilty for what you have. It will all balance out. Alright, well, don't worry. I, I promise, Matumbe, I'm going to use it for for good and I'm going to protect all of us as players you guys shouldn't be worried because once he dies you can lose his body yeah oh so not worried about that at all (laughs) that's not something on my mind at all so you guys head to the temple of Phrasma Father Grimborough is there he's kind of it's call it mid afternoon at this point he's kind of resting there's not a service going on He's probably reading. He's reading some supplementary text to the Bonelands in a Spiral. Oh, hello, travelers. Um, I haven't seen you in a few days. How are you? Hello, Father. We are doing quite well. Or not so well, actually. You do look a bit worse for wear. Yes. We are clearing out the prison and making substantial progress. That being said... We are here recouping, rearming, reloading, and I, be- I, I I thought it was appropriate to seek your help in healing. I could certainly... I haven't had to heal anyone today, so I'd be more than happy to channel a couple times, if mm. that's what you're looking for. If you want some of Phrasma's energy running through your veins. But Humber said that... Matumbe said that he would, I mean, dig a couple of graves for you if you needed. Oh, no, he's going to be on my payroll soon. Mm. <laughs> so he's going he's gonna to burst once, and then you guys can tell him if you're feeling fully healed. So the first one is nine. How's everybody doing? That does doing? not quite Keep do it. Coming. Okay. Twelve. That actually takes me full. Yeah, I'm good. Good, because yep. he's got <laughs> one more today. So, Ekmer's good. So. Okay. All right. Thank you, Father Grimborough. No, I will. I will report back with further progress as we make it. It's not a um, a big concern. I still have another channel. We should be fine. I'm glad you guys are feeling okay because, honestly. I worry about, about about the town. Have you heard about Zokar? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, 
I have not. He closed the laughing demon yesterday. Oh no. Why, why did he do that? He's unwell. He, he looked into, um, he, he was raving about a mirror. He looked into it and, and he saw this figure behind him and he has this grievous head wound. I was able to treat it and, and make sure he was okay, but I, Things are happening in town that it, it's getting worse. Is, is there another letter on on the fountain? The O? Hadn't you heard about the O? No. My detective skills were tingling. Hmm, you, you must have come back too late this morning to... S- son of Malomashtu. Another letter. So there is another letter. Currently it is spelling V-E-S-O. You know that there is R-I-A-N-N-A. So you have six more letters left. And we know who is writing them. And you know that things are getting worse in town. Zokar... We don't know who is writing them, but we, as a... I think I know who is writing them. As, yeah, why, why don't you guys make me a knowledge local check? It's a 16. Hickmer <laughs> is at a three. Well, you don't have it, do you? No, but, I mean. Yeah, I uh, meant you if, you, you, if you have the skill. Is Matumbe the only one with the skill? Yeah. So, Matumbe, you would know with a 16 that Zokar literally never closes the bar. That is that is like disturbing. He, he, yeah. He gets sick, he powers through. Maybe he doesn't bartend while he's sick, but he gets someone else to bartend. He makes sure the doors are open because it's one of the two places in Ravengrow where you can go to like take a load off and he feels very like strongly that it stays open. So this is bad news. So Matume turns to the rest of the party and, and he's gonna say my friends should we talk to Zokar? should we see what's going on or do you believe this is just a symptom and pressing forward is the best thing we can do I think we need to clear out these spirits to remove the pain from him if we don't get rid of them it's only going to keep getting worse and I, I think if it's not Zokar, it could unfortunately be someone else in town that we that we like and and kind of kind of really enjoy, and so I think that if we get rid of the spirits in the prison, Zolkar will will hopefully feel better right after that. Then the decision is made, Father Zokar. Father Zokar, <laughs> yes, my friend. <laughs> Father Grimborough. Yes, my friend. You may have been able to tell I've had a couple drinks tonight. I have. Clearly, my channeling energy hasn't sobered you up at all. Oh, not at all. <laughs> we head back to the prison as soon as we are able. It Good. is time to purge this scum from the earth. Now that you're feeling better, uh, I, I would say you should 
reconvene with Kendra, tell her your plan. She was worried. She hadn't heard from you, so make sure she's aware. Maybe spend the night and then press forward in the morning. Yeah, I figured we need to sleep and stuff. But, but we're going back. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're going back. We'll I did heal the shit out of you, so yeah, it, I wasn't it, sure. It, it, it's not unappreciated. All right. All right. It will have to be bright and early that we get up, guys. Okay. But before we leave, Lyra would like to uh, bring out a few flasks and ask for more holy water. Yes, uh, as much as you need, dear. Thank you. And she'll fill five flasks. Okay. So you have five flasks of holy water. Oh, and uh, Ikmer is going to fill his tankard. From the uh, from Zokar's bar. Okay, so you fill the tankard with holy water. You, in essence, have six flasks, except that can't chatter, so you can't really range it, but you can pour it. Exactly. Yep. yep. Perfect. I missed. I missed the first time. I distinctly remember that. Yeah, you like actually. poured it behind you or some dumb shit. So I have got it this time. So you guys head back to the Lorimore Estate. You sit down. Kendra has prepared a dinner. She expected you guys would be back home and sleeping here. You guys are having dinner. I need everyone to roll a perception check. Oh, boy. Ickmer's at two. That's going to be a 17 total. Seven for Lyra. 24... Uh, or more if it's against haunts. So, Eclipse is the only one that notices this. As you guys are sitting down to dinner and you're taking a couple bites of food, Eclipse starts to hear... distance it sounds very faint and as she takes a subsequent bite of food it tastes grainy and she spits it out I need everyone to roll for initiative oh, oh boy no I don't have to roll also uh, your hips warm Igmer. my hip oh yeah the first time oh, I, it would have been twenty nine. So I know what it was. Because I really didn't ask. I like I didn't ask because I thought it would have been totally ridiculous. But, but fourteen. Gosh darn it! All right, thirteen for Ikmer. Fifteen. Fifteen for Lyra. It is. Okay. Guys, I don't have my book. <gasps> oh no. Yeah, you don't. You guys didn't go back and pick it up. I yeah. don't. So I don't have armor? Nope. Well, you don't. Well, you, you have, have your, your old armor on. And I'm all out of Inspire Courages and spells. Matumi, what you got? Yeah. This is a fucking terrible situation, but I have an 11. Okay. You all act before the haunt, fortunately. And Eclipse gets to act in the surprise round. She's the only one that notices... The food has changed texture. She hears the flutes, the same noise she heard as the Piper of Ilmarsh played you out when you left the prison. What does Eclipse do? Ah, Griffin. You say, Haley, 
or Eclipse goes in that uh, surprise round. Well, Matumbe has the lookout teamwork feat. And if we're all adjacent, which I'm assuming we are at a dinner table, yeah. Matumbe, although he failed to act in the surprise round, still gets to act in the surprise round. Damn, son. So in the surprise round, Eclipse, you are first up. Hey, guys, I think the Piper is here. Don't eat anything. And I'm going to cast resistance on myself. Okay. That's my surprise round action. Matumbe, you also get to act in the surprise round. All right. Matumbe is going to stand up and uh, draw his monk's spade. Okay. He uses to dig graves. Everybody... And I mean everybody, because part of what you witnessed Eclipse was that the food started to taste grainy. I need everybody to make me a fortitude save. Motherfucker. What is this against? Poison. 18 for Ikmer. Yes. Okay. Seven for Lyra. Oh, you got me, Beat. I got a natural one. That's a six. Okay. Oh, no. So, Lyra, you take three points of strength damage. Matumbe, you take three points of strength damage. Jesus fucking Christ, that's brutal. It is at the top of the order. Lyra, you're up. I imagine you drop your fork. <laughs> uh, can I do a knowledge check? Would it be knowledge religion? You could do a knowledge religion check. 13. A 13. You can tell that a haunt is happening, but you don't know anything about it. So I have no idea where it's coming from. Do I hear the music? At this point, I think you all hear the music. Um, I guess Lyra would pull out the flute that she has. Okay, so Lyra pulls out the flute. That's a move action. Why not start playing it? So Lyra starts playing the flute. Make me a perform check. That's a 21. 21. Okay, make me a will save. Come on, you got this. So I rolled a 19. Uh, so that is a 23. You feel this strange compulsion, and then you shake it off. The compulsion to continue playing the flute. And what happens is, as you're playing the flute, everybody around you can see your nose starts to bleed. You take five points of damage, but now you roll a d6 because you deal damage to the haunt. Yes. Nice. Roll high. Three. Three points of damage. The haunt is still in effect. 
but you no longer feel compelled to play the flute. Okay. Eclipse. I guess, can I roll a knowledge religion? Yes, you may. Yeah. Uh, does 11 tell me literally anything? Uh, you know that haunts are damaged by positive energy, but you're not really sure at this point where the haunt is coming from. I mean, all I can do right now is, I guess, pull out the battle axe, which is apparently attached to my arm at all times. Um, yep. Just lift it up and ready in action for if I see anything that is hittable. And you get this strange voice in your head, and then you immediately recognize it. <laughs> He's after you? Oh, no. Look out. He liked to poison his enemies. Oh, that's what it got him in jail. <laughs> oh, you shouldn't eat the food. He put something in it. Yeah, thanks, fans. I got it. You would know now, Eclipse would know, that the food is the target of the haunt. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So we have to kill the food? You have to do positive energy damage to the food. Good thing I picked up some holy water. Would you tell the party? Well, guys, uh, Vance, uh, uh, the lopper, that is, told me the food is usually the issue here. Okay, so Eclipse has never told the party that she is currently being possessed by the lobby. <laughs> well, although we all, we all knew that, but didn't tell her we knew that. Yeah. Uh, nope. This is the first that Ikmer's here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh no. So that is Eclipse's turn. It is Ikmer's turn. Um, Eclipse, I think. Uh, I I hope you misspoke when you said that the lopper told you that. But, uh, I'm gonna pour my, uh, pour the water on my food. I like my steak waterlogged anyways. Okay. Go Uh, ahead and roll your 2d4s of damage. Alright. Well, actually, make sure you don't roll a natural one, I guess. (sighs) Here it goes. Alright, he's good. Okay. Do your damage. Four and a two. Six. Okay. And the haunt stops. Ooh. But unfortunately, the people who failed their fortitude saves are still under the effects of the poison. So I need Matumbe and Lyra to each roll me another fortitude save. Are we out of combat? You're out of combat. Oh, guys, I'm, I meant the Piper. I, I don't know. I misspoke. I just... I don't know where I was coming with that. I think it's just I was holding the axe, I guess. What'd you guys get on the Fortitude? Eight. Seventeen. Lyra, you take... Three more points of strength damage. Make me another Fortitude save. All right. Come on, Em. I'm using my Lyra die. A 13. Oh, boy. Jesus. Keeps getting worse. Take one more point of strength damage. Make me a fortitude save. There's really, there's really, like, unless one of you has, like, I mean, I'll cast resistance. Can I help her? Yeah, you could have cast resistance 
let's say you cast resistance after the first save. Uh, you actually save against that last one then. So I didn't realize you guys had anything that you could do. So you don't take the final one. Eclipse, okay. Eclipse cast resistance. So I needed that 13 saved with a plus one. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So, so you were dealing with a lot of strength damage. Uh, if anybody has a craft alchemy or a knowledge, I'll take knowledge nature. Yeah. Or knowledge religion. Are those separate checks or the same? Uh, you can make either one. Oh, good thing. Like you, can, you can make you can make both if you want. Well, I'm as making as both. Have both. Nineteen religion. Uh, it doesn't have either. My high is a twenty-three. Okay, you guys know that that was acting very much like lich dust, but accelerated. Make me a knowledge local check. Anyone that has it, or a knowledge history. Separate checks or separate again. Twenty-three. Twenty-two. So you've been reading a lot about the prisoners, and you know that the Piper of Ilmarsh didn't outright kill his victims. He paralyzed them with this lich dust and let his sturges feed on them until they died. So this haunt manifesting as lich dust makes sense. Yeah, guys, um, this is something I, I remember reading, and that's why I think I misspoke earlier. Uh... He, he, he paralyzes his people usually with with this this lich dust and and then the sturges come so that's why I figured it was probably the food oh that, that's that's really reassuring because uh I mean you did say the lopper and I mean I I don't know we just fought him it was just a weird weird thing going on. And actually, Ikmer's gonna make the sense motive because he's got it. Damn. 21. 21, okay. What's Eclipse's bluff? It's not good. Natural 20. So that goes to what? <laughs> 24. Okay, so you, you know believe. What? That's okay. Ikmer <laughs> believes her. Yeah. The best time to roll one. Now, the good news is that you guys do have a wand of lesser restoration with 12 charges, so you can burn some of that to clear yourselves up. I'm down three strength damage. I'm down six. You know, you really had me a little scared there, Eclipse. I was really hoping I could just get you, like, fucking unconscious with the amount of strength damage you were going to take. Mm. But no, rest or uh, resistance. <laughs> Me. Hey, so um, I will heal or do lesser restoration on uh, Matumbe, and then I'll Aww. go to Lyra. Thank Sounds you for good? prioritizing me. I, you just have less; it'd be easier. Well, yeah. Four. Okay. All right, you're good. good. All right, Lyra. Three. How much more? She has three more. Still three. More. three. Three, yay! Nice. 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 That was pretty much efficient. min charges. Min charges. You could have. Yeah, it was. That's actually, perfect. Yeah, it was the min. The, the only lower was if she got a four on Lyra. Lyra could have slept off one of them. And the way damage works is that you need two to get a minus to that stat. So like one strength damage doesn't really affect you at all. But oh, I digress. Actually, uh, actually uh, so you guys are a little shaken up by this. 
you probably go to bed because at this point it's like, let's go to bed somewhere safe and tackle the prison tomorrow. Absolutely. Um, Lear would like to double check that her window is locked tightly. It is. Okay. Anybody else doing anything before bed? You know, to be honest, I, I hate to get into the, like the nitty gritty thing of things, but does this like mean that all food that we are about to eat is now bad? Nobody rolled high enough on their knowledge religion to, to know to know that. So if you guys want to like roll another knowledge religion about this, like what just happened, I mean, you can certainly I'd try. Certainly, it. Be of course, Ikmer would be skeptical to eat the food, but natural two here. So oh, twinning natural two. I rolled a ten. Total. Total. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was ten total know. too. Oh, yeah. okay. You still don't know. So, yeah, I mean, in Ikmer's mind, yeah, he probably wouldn't want to eat food. Yeah, uh, Ikmer would actually be, it's not exactly a strange thing for him. He's going to just not eat at all. Okay. So you guys go to bed. And again, is anyone doing anything or are you going straight to bed? It's been a long day. Okay. I wanted to pick up my armor real quick, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You Matumi guys- would love to pick up his book. <laughs> after, after dinner, you bring it up? After dinner, you guys can swing by uh, Ik- the Raven Grove Forge. Hey, Eclipse and I are going to take off for a minute. But, Hang out. Matumi really doesn't yeah. need his book. Does you eat dinner at, like, six, so it's still, like, open. You you can get your um, your armor and your book back. Oh, so, yeah. we, uh, so we ate the senior special? 6 p.m. is not that <laughs> early for dinner. All you guys right, woke up right. at, like... Seven. It's a full day. So you go to bed. I think you guys are just kind of mentally preparing yourselves for what tomorrow is going to be. Shit like this is now starting to happen around town. And it seems like Vissoriana's grasp on being able to control the prisoners is slipping it seems like in in bursts they're able to kind of escape the confines of the prison and wreak havoc on Ravengrow everybody goes to bed Eclipse when you enter your bedroom you see the lopper sitting on your bed And he looks at you, and he just smiles, this toothy smile. Hi. (laughs) You have a good evening. Just great. How are you? I'm good. I think you and I need to have a little chat, because I, I get the feeling that you're going to go back into that prison tomorrow. Am I wrong? Absolutely not. You know we are. Ever, everyone knows we're going back. I need your body in some capacity to be able to leave. To be able to leave the prison for good. If you're planning on going back, I don't know that I'm going to let you. 
<laughs> At least I'm going to try my best to make sure you can't because I don't want to go back in there. I don't really give a shit about your friends, but I can't let you die in there because I die in there too. I mean, it sounds like you're just going to have to help me live. If you're going to force me to do that, then fine. I know a lot about my buddies. <laughs> oh, they were the best of friends when we were stuck in Harrowstone, but you know, if one of us had to get free, it should have been me anyway. I'm glad I found a vessel to get out of there. If you're gonna go back in, I'm not gonna let you deal with them one-on-one. -on -one. No, 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 no. <laughs> if I have to force your friends in front of them, I will. So if you're gonna force me to go in, that's the deal. All right, sounds like I guess we're the best of friends now. Better keep me safe. Better get a good night of sleep. Because <laughs> if you die, well, it's not going to be very good for Raven Grow either. <laughs> oh, sweet dreams, Eclipse. Just remember, call me Vance. And he fades off of the bed. And I think you probably lay awake for a little bit before yeah. you're able to bring yourself to sleep. Lay awake, trying to figure out how to sleep holding an axe. Pondering refrigeration. Oh, no, you can let go of the axe. <laughs> the ribbon just won't Oh, gotcha. leave gotcha. your arm. Okay. I thought that I could not let go of the axe once he entered it. So. No. So, you guys wake up in the morning, and breakfast is tense. Because you all know that you have a job to do, and you all know that you're going back into this prison facing four of the worst prisoners that have ever been in Ustalav. And you're facing their spirits, which means they are even harder to combat than they would have been when they were living. You head back to the prison, and you make it to the front gates. And you hear the piping again. And it's just this song that shakes you to your bones. You can, you can feel this sound permeating your soul. And you walk up to the prison and you go through the gates and you go through the front door. It's hanging open for you. And you hear the song upstairs. What do you do? Go upstairs. Ich yeah, Ikmer would be very set to go upstairs. Uh, in his head, uh, I mean, his he he has a target. His target like hurt his friends, and uh, he's he's pretty uh, pretty on a like one track mind here. Okay. Yeah, I th I think Matumbe and everybody else knows that we have unfinished business in that basement, but. Walking out and seeing the Piper, and Lord knows I fucking hate Pipers. Uh, that's a that's a joke for two people listening, and nobody in this room. Uh, <laughs> wow, good. That's I'm glad we have inside jokes outside yeah. of the fucking podcast <laughs> yep. crew. You idiot. Yep. Yep. 
We all looked at him very strangely. Yeah, nobody knows what I'm talking about here. Um, but but we have a, we have a very a, 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 a very obvious goal. We're going upstairs. We're going to kick some ass, and we're uh, we're gonna we're gonna take some ass and kick some names. Okay, well, as you walk down the hallway and you rise up the stairs, Ikmer, the handle of your sword is warm as you bust through the doors at the top of the staircase and enter onto the second floor. Guys, what you see in front of you is a hallway. It. It's my the the handle of my sword is warm. The sandal of his sword is warm, <laughs> and he's ready. Oh yeah! Place yourselves on the maps, please. In 1A. Now, as you open the doors, you see this is not as dark as it was in the basement. In fact, you can see some light coming down this hallway from the north. But as you open the doors, you're looking straight at another stone wall. You can see that the hallway extends to the south and to the north. Do you proceed into the hall? There are doors to, I guess, from the stairway. Because the handle of his sword is warm, I think he would just crack the door and, like, double check if there's something very obvious right in front of him. Make a perception check. 15 on the die. Igmer doesn't see anything in the hallway. Uh, but he still feels this heat in his sword handle. Then Does he step out into the hall. Lyra would detect magic out oh. in front of the doors. Does she doesn't she detect, detect magic. Okay. But does Matumbe detect any alignments? No, he doesn't detect. All right. All right. So, uh, step or yeah, uh, step into the hallway. Ikmer does that. Okay. So, if Ikmer's the only one entering into the hallway, please make a perception check again. Nine on the die. Was that good, too? Nine. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, with a nine, you would see... You have dark vision, though. I do. And it's it's dim light, but you can still see. Uh, to the south, you see iron kind of poles. They look like they might have supported other bars, but those bars are now gone. You see a table and some overturned chairs. To the north, you see kind of like a crumbled wall to the outside. You can't really see around the corners well, but you can still hear the piping. And it doesn't really sound like it's coming from a direction. It kind of just is enveloping the floor at this point. Okay. What are you guys doing? He's, he's digging it. He's totally jamming out. Not. Just kidding. No, oh, okay. <laughs> Igmer's listening to Kids Bop on his mixtape <laughs> instead of the Piper. Uh, actually, he has Igmer's Jams 2000. Mm. Okay. Igmer's Jams 2000. So what are you guys doing? I mean, I think we'd follow Ick and... And, and make that perception check to see what's going on here. Ah, 12. Great. Total. 12. What about everyone else? 
11. I got a natural one. Okay, so you see the same things Ikmer sees. Well, actually, Eclipse, what's your natural one go to? Uh, for haunts, a 12. Okay, you see the same things Ikmer sees. Which way are you guys going? Um, can we do a further perception check on the direction of the of where the sound is coming from? You can. Alright. Just really focus in on it. Uh, 14 for Ikmer. 17 for Matumbe total. I roll the 20. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So that's 22. Yeah, I also got 22 if it's for Hans. The southwest. Okay. Is where you think, like, it might be emanating from. So we should go south? Our path is set for us. Okay. What? As you head south, you see the remains of what looks like a guard's post. And you can see that although the, the bars, the poles are still there, but the bars are long gone, this looks like another one of those rooms where guards might have just kind of sat together and exam- kind of sat because they knew that they could look right onto the exit of the floor. And so they were doing a good job of covering the entire floor just from this one spot. To, well, now that Ikmer is past the wall, he sees an unusually large cell. To his right, he can see kind of the general size of cells in this area, and he sees some of them hang with their doors open, some doors are shut. Most contain a body. But to the south, he can actually see a larger cell. He can look into it, and it looks almost more lavish than the rest. What are you guys doing? We should probably check out that larger cell. Oh, yeah. And definitely, since the music is coming from that area, I think Ikmer's Ikmer's on, on the trail. Okay. So you guys head to the door of that cell and it swings open easily. Lyra would like to try to detect magic in the cell. Okay, she does not detect magic. All right. But Maybe. does the tu- but but does the tu- detect any alignments? He detects evil. All right. <gasps> Matumbe would like to focus on to see how many auras and where they're at. One aura. Okay. How close? It is at the back of the cell. It is coming from a body. Um. So, actually, uh, Matumbe having done this and probably related to the party. Yes, sir. Uh, whoever's playing that music, we're pretty, pretty sure you're the piper. Uh. I mean, you you don't need to hide anymore. Come out and, and you know, show yourself. And Ikmer would get no response, but again, Matumbe still sees the evil aura kind of around this body, and it's kind of sp- specifically in its right hand. It appears that maybe there's just a weapon or so that is evil aligned. Being tainted by evil. 
are you guys checking out the cell? Hmm. I'm very tempted to, but this really feels like a trap. Like so right now what we're looking into is an L-shaped cell. And at the very back of it is where we're seeing these this aura. Yep. So you can't really see until you enter the cell. Matumbe is seeing like a humanoid shape, but realistically the walls of this are still stone. Exactly. And it it looks like a trap. It feels like a trap. And yet all of your characters know that they still have to take out the spirits. I, yes. So. That's why we're here, unfortunately. Um, uh, Lyra? Do you think there's a way to draw it out? Uh, Lyra will pull out the flute. Uh, but, but right before you do that, I think we should just get ready, you know, uh, you know, kind of, I'm going to put up my shield some pretty good, and I think we should de- set up defensively. And let's all move a little closer. <laughs> so, uh, first, Lyra, just once everyone gets situated, she, she says, I have your flute here. I'm pretty good at playing it. Do you want to hear? And then waits for a response. She hears nothing. Does she hear any buzzing? No. Okay, she uh, plays the flute. Make a will save. So it's a 19. Okay. And after playing the flute, she begins to hear buzzing. And she takes two points of damage as everyone around her can see her nose begins to bleed. The buzzing comes from the northeast. Does she do any damage? No. (sighs) But she's... Is she stopping playing or is she continuing to play? Yeah, she would stop. So she stops playing. and, And the buzzing, while it's gotten closer, kind of after the playing has stopped, settles as if maybe whatever's making the noise has landed. But you still have this issue. I don't think the Piper's in here, or at least his pets aren't. I still think we should examine this item or ore that is putting off this evil energy. So at this point, uh, Ikmer and Matumbe are uh, side by side at the front of this cell. And I guess with uh, Matumbe's permission, I think they would just walk side by side yeah. all the way down it. You got okay. it. So you walk down and you see a corpse, a skeleton in robes, prison robes, but but also these chains, these heavy looking chains. They look like something that it would be difficult for a man to bear. You look for a moment. Ikmer sucks at counting, so Matumbe counts. There are 12 chains with heavy weights. And as you examine them, please make me a knowledge religion check. 
Natural 20 for a 27. The weights at the end of the chains are all emblazoned with a different holy symbol. Oh. Yeah, it's Father Charlatan because of course he has the bigger cell since it's literally like he was like the god of this prison. Like they worshipped him at this prison. Wow. Yeah, we're like real fucked. This is a true fuck show. Sorry, anyways. And as Matumbe focuses, he sees that Oh, he was a little bit wrong through the walls. It's the journal that's emanating this evil energy. The journal in his right hand. What do you do? I think Matumbe looks around and sees if there's any threat approaching them. And he's going to, if there's not something, he's going to take a knee down in front of this journal and uh, attempt to pick it up. Okay. He doesn't see or hear anything that that would be threatening but he picks up the journal and I imagine he starts to leaf through it correct he sees all of these kind of it almost looks like ledger statements it's kind of describing the the donations he's been able to weasel out of different parishes and everything's dated and and he it's kind of says like oh this church of Shalin I did this and you know the the parishioners donated this you see that goes on for a couple of days and then it says like ran out of town the next one yada yada but none of you notices like anything strange here other than the presence of the evil in the journal, nothing seems to be happening. Uh, do we even want to hold on to this journal? It kind of seems like we don't even want to, to be honest. I mean, it, yeah, it like documents his time in the prison, but do we actually want to like hold on to it? I mean, not really. I mean, so far, it just looks like we got duped into going into this corner or like going into the cell. But like the journal doesn't do anything for us. Yeah. If if I open the journal and leaf through it and there's nothing important about it, I don't get any. You don't seem to. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't trigger anything. It kind of tells you a little bit about Father Charlton and what his crimes were, but but it's just kind of him chronicling his day-to-day. It doesn't seem like something you might be able to use against him or something. And actually, Ikmer, over this whole thing, and I'm sure Matumbe kind of gives a brief summary of what's in the journal, Ikmer would be pretty frustrated over the fact of what it's done. He doesn't... He knows that he's not of the highest intelligence and people have taken advantage of him in the past. And so that's, that's really what this sounds like. Yeah, exactly. And so he, he's taking it a bit, he takes it a bit personally. I see that. Do you guys leave this cell then? Yeah. Matumbe, who I said earlier, had taken a knee to read this journal stands up. He just, 
he puts a fist into the journal itself, tears a bunch of pages out, and just lets it all drop. Okay. This is trash. So you guys leave this cell, and you continue to hear the piping, except this time it sounds like it's to the northwest. Was Lyra able to hear where the buzzing was coming from? The buzzing was coming from the northeast. Where the okay. broken part of the prison is. We did see him there. Yeah. In the broken part of the prison. So. But it makes sense that that's where the Sturges would come from because it's outside, too. That's very true. I. Yeah. But the direction of the music led us over here, and it was nothing. Well, well now it you wasn't hear the piper. It to the north. Yeah, so now it's... Just keep following it? Totally He's different. dancing us around this fucking prison right now. Yeah, fuck that. Let's, let's wow, go right at actually, him. Let's I come did, right at him. I didn't even put that together, that he was making us dance, and that's really smart of you, like, as a person, Haley. That's <laughs> super cool. Super cool. Super cool. Move from northeast to northwest. So do you guys have complex? Head oh, well, to like, the west. No, I, I the metaphor. Yeah, yeah, I got got you. Give okay. me a hard time. You guys heading west? Yeah. Uh, I, I think we should go straight at it. Like, straight. Yeah, let's go straight at it. Yeah. Okay. Let's go straight at it. So you head to the west, and as you turn the corner of the, I thought you were going. Yeah. As you turn the corner of the cell block, you see right in the center of the cell block this emaciated figure with a flute and he waves at you once again and then starts playing and then the doors of the cells fly open and you see the corpses in the cells begin to rise and I need everybody to finish their drinks because we're going to do this combat next episode. Oh, oh, I see you next knew week, it. Folks.